The Shadow Davis Show on 680 CJOB. I'm a real wild one. Wild one. Wild one. Wild one. We are built a little bit differently than a goose. I may or may not have talked to an owl in my time. <laughs> I'm not sure they were using woodchucks over there. You wake up for a little bit, you maybe hit up the washroom, have a snack, go back to sleep. There are confused, angry muskrat teens sometimes. We can use our big human brains to realize that they're not upset with us. They're just sort of angry at the world and thinking about their family right now. I smell burning nuts. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> Barrett Miller. Uh, wildlife interpreter at Fort White Alive is in studio. I noticed you mentioned teenage muskrats in that Yeah, little... I seem to recall that, yep. That yep. is your new uh, opening, by the way, and every time you come on, I, we'll be playing that. I've never had theme music before. I'm kind of, everybody out there in Radioland, I'm blushing right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you're a big deal on well, this show. You. Thank you. Thank aggressive you for having me back. deer. Let's talk about the aggressive deer. We've got this problem in Saanich on Vancouver Island. I haven't seen it here yet, but it's possible, yeah? Well, it would be possible anywhere that where there's people, dogs, and deer. Uh, I haven't heard of anything like what's being described in the Saanich situation. Just to catch people up, last week, about 10 days ago, 12 days ago, hit the news right across the country that uh, police in Saanich, B.C. were warning residents to stay well clear of their local white-tailed deer after there were some aggressive incidents, white-tailed deer apparently pursued a man in his backyard, um, attacked a dog, and in the incident where the man got pursued, his dog also did. Now, have that's you very ever, unusual. Have you ever heard of this before? Well, I, I've heard of deer being less than friendly with people. Let's put it that way. But usually there's a little bit more subtext to that story. Yeah. Now. Uh, I think what's sort of going on, and this is, I'm half a continent away, and if anybody's listening in Saanich and has better ideas, let me know, but I think it's probably a case of a lot of deer, a lot of people, and a lot of dogs, and everybody's sort of a little bit too familiar with one another. Um, In rereading some of the uh, articles about what happened out there, I guess one of the dogs that got pursued was half blind and kind of deaf, and growled at one of the deer. Now... You know, to Aggression. maybe it was a millennial deer that triggered it. This is just like, yeah, exactly. It's okay. been growled at before something. And, um, the, the deer p- finally had had enough and he said, all right, I'm not going to take Or the last this. time they heard that they had to run for their lives because it was some crazy half rotty, half coyote off the leash kind of thing. And this little ball of fluff that's deaf and blind and couldn't hurt, couldn't hurt a fly. Grr. <laughs> The deer can't differentiate. It just took off. Now, generally took speaking, off you hear about deer just kind of being skittish and taking oh, yeah. off. Yep. Like as opposed to fighting back. So that's why this is such an oddity. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Normally they're very placid or like you say, skittish. Now when they've been fed or if they're used to getting food in a garden or something, they get a little bit more familiar with people. They might not be that skittish deer, yeah. but they're also not aggressive because an aggressive deer is a deer that gets chased away and loses that food source. Oh, so you're okay, Jerry. Jerry's neighbors so. have been feeding deer in Charleswood, which is... Not recommended. Now, just in general... Any wildlife from the tiniest, cutest little chipmunk that still has sharp teeth to the biggest moose that could trample you by looking at you, you don't approach and don't try to contain wildlife. Yeah, this is a mantra that Barrett makes absolutely clear every time he's on. Do not feed the animals. You think you're doing a good Mm -hmm. thing, Mm -hmm. but you're not. Well, the other thing I want to mention is let Mother Nature, Mother Nature. Mother deer right now, they're little fawns that speckle cute Bambi pattern is yeah. actually 
high-tech camouflage for blending in in early June sunlight in the woodland and uh, open habitats that deer love. That's interesting. Fawns have very little. I believe it might be no. I haven't been able to fact-check this with the deer, so I'm kind of... But I believe they emit very little, if no, scent. Mm -hmm. They don't make sound unless they're really provoked. So the three main senses that a hunter, like a coyote or a fox or a dog, would use to find that little baby deer just aren't there. Okay. We, we, mm-hmm. we only have two and a half mm-hmm. minutes left. Okay. I want to get to the, the rabbits in the grass. Okay. What, what is that? Well, again, it's, it's uh, baby season. Yeah. Rabbits in the grass. Uh, cottontail rabbits have tons of little ones yeah. with the hope that a few survive. So there are lots of rabbits all over right now. You know, breeding like rabbits is a thing. Um, <laughs> if you think that you might have them in your neighborhood, in your lawn, under your deck, yeah. if you've seen a lot of little rabbits and you're worried about disturbing them, before you move lawn furniture, before you'd maybe be doing that deck reno or whacking down those bushes in the backyard, get down to the rabbit's level. Actually crouch down and look, and you'll see rabbit-shaped holes where their little trails snake through. You mean like in a Bugs Bunny cartoon? Mm. Like where the actual shape is the shape of the rabbit? Well, not quite like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Well, if you think that a rabbit is sort of the same size and shape as a football, it looks like you could sort of push a football through your hedge. Oh, that would be where the rabbits are coming. So how small from. do these rabbits need to be? Like, How long does the lawn need to be for these rabbits to hide in the grass? Well, to actually hide in the grass, it would need to be at least as tall as the rabbit. Which mm. is what, like six inches? Mm, maybe four, four inches if they really inches. flatten themselves. So if yeah. you haven't cut your grass in a while, there's a chance you may mm-hmm. have a family of, of baby rabbits yep. living. So watch out. Yep. And if you do disturb a nest of little baby rabbits... Again, let Mother Nature, Mother Nature, let the mom round them up and do her thing. Don't try to catch them. A little baby rabbit, you can stress it out so badly. You can give it such an adrenaline shock that just by handling it to take it to the vet, take it to the local wildlife rescue person, or just put it in the back lane out of your yard, you yeah. can give it such a shock that it's not going to recover from that. So leave them Just alone. hands off. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, we got 30 seconds? Okay. Okay, quickly. Uh, I got chased by a goose again this weekend. Seems to be a recurring theme. But this time, <laughs> yep. the, the geese, the goslings, they're not so small anymore. No, uh, our goslings in Winnipeg and southern Manitoba are adolescent. They are in their teenage stage. Um, the parents are starting to sort of give their last push on imparting all of the goose wisdom they can before those little ones are off in the world as adults. Yeah, yeah. So you were probably chased by a dad who'd had it up to his little white cheek patch, not just with you for being too close to the family, but also with all those, you know, little teenage geese running around doing teenage geese things. You're trying to tell me that teenagers are not just humans. Oh, (laughs) adolescence is a, it's a mammal thing. It's, uh, I think if you have a backbone, you have adolescence. I've never been given attitude, but from like a tadpole turning into a frog, but it would not surprise me. Reminds me of the Guardians of the Galaxy post credit scene. I am Groot. He's growing up. <laughs> Thank you, Barrett. You're welcome. There's Barrett Miller, wildlife interpreter at Fort White Alive, a regular here on the Shadow Davis Show. It's 8.57. Good morning. The Shadow Davis Show on 680 CJOB.